Ride the Vibes, a refreshing, fun, and informative experience. Join Stephen Winnie on VoiceTube Studios. Hey everyone, welcome back to Ride the Vibes. This is your host Steve. And this is Winnie. Today we are talking about jobs and job culture in the modern world. Mm-hmm. This this is actually a pretty good topic because time is changing very fast right now, right? It is, and there's a lot of millennials who are entering the job market or mm-hmm. are playing now big roles in the job market, mm-hmm. and I think they're experiencing a very different life than their parents have, and I think everyone has a very strong opinion on this topic. What are we going to talk about first? Well, I think we need to start with education. So I think when my grandparents and parents were growing up, I think people were less likely to get college degrees, Mm -hmm. or fewer people got college degrees. Mm -hmm. But now you're seeing that a lot more people are getting associates and bachelor's degrees, Mm -hmm. and the job market is so much more competitive because of how many people get degrees. Mm -hmm. I think this is a very, very... Um, common thing in Taiwan because now everyone, anyone can get into college and everyone has a degree. And like you said, um, well, not for my parents, but for my grandparents. Most of them, they have laborious jobs because they they couldn't really go to school. And, um, you know, for Taiwan, because we have always been like a sort of a colonial country. Know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah, you had like colonial powers like Ch- China and Japan. China and Japan. Yeah. So when my when my grandma was a kid, uh, she couldn't really go to school, and uh, she was learning Japanese and stuff. So uh, yeah, she couldn't really find like a like a company job. She had to maybe you know work in a restaurant or maybe sell mung bean soup wow that's uh pretty crazy mm-hmm. my grandparents definitely didn't go to university either but they sort of i think they had a good life like my grandfather always worked uh delivering bread mm-hmm. and he was super social so it fit him a lot he would always drive around talk to people and even mm-hmm. growing up like i remember anyone he ran into would just be a conversation. Mm-hmm. It took forever to go anywhere because he was just so talkative. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my parents also did, I was actually the first person in my family that finished college mm-hmm. or university. Uh, my parents went into the military and my dad was a police officer and now he's a driving teacher. So I think that um, the idea that everyone has a degree is still pretty new. Well, from what I know, a lot of my relatives um, as, uh, with, with my mom and my dad and my aunts, they went to vocational school, so they they um, and some of them didn't even didn't even go to vocational school. They just went to maybe like a workshop to learn how to you know maybe plumbing with even what do you call it carpenter carpenter carpentry carpentry yeah people just you know they they don't go to school anymore they kind of just go straight to the workplace. Yeah, actually, I think trades are really great because even in the modern world with the oversaturation of degrees, I think that trades are still really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, we're always going to need people that are plumbers or electricians or carpenters, and those jobs can actually make a lot of money. I just think that a lot of people don't see them as very um, high society jobs or very mm-hmm. high class. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of education, I was having a conversation with my friend yesterday, and uh, she was talking about how the education, the things that we're learning, uh, for example, social studies, math, uh, Chinese or Mandarin or English or science that we are learning here is a little bit too hard for the average student. And oftentimes, the students are determined 
um, you know, whether you're a good student or a bad student. That basically means if you're going to have a future or not. They these students are determined by these five subjects, and then oftentimes they don't get as good chances as other people. Yeah, that's a tricky situation.、Um, it's the same thing in the West. Like we have a big, big focus on English and mathematics,、mm-hmm. and like we really push those things, like language and math, language and math.、Mm-hmm. But、um, students don't get a chance to maybe explore other things, like a trade.、Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if they tried out something more hands-on, or if they got to experience some social sciences or something related to the environment.、Uh, these classes aren't usually offered until、mm-hmm. maybe high school, if not university level. Yeah, and a lot of the parents they still sort of they they disagree with vocational schools. They feel like if you don't study、uh, the academics, you're not gonna have a bright future. But、uh, for me, I I think if you know what you're you, what you want to do early on, you should just really go for it. Yeah, like I said, I mean those jobs are really reliable, and there's definitely money to be made with the trades.、Mm-hmm. And if you're looking to you know immigrate to Australia, if you know plumbing, it, you get some like advantages. Yeah, for sure. You、mm-hmm. could, you could, you could do that anywhere in the world.、Mm-hmm. Well, another big change for modern day workplaces, like the rise of technology, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I was a kid, there was no smart, there was not even any smartphones.、Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a computer until I think I was like eight or nine years、mm-hmm. old, and so the job market has changed. Like, there's always old jobs that disappear and new jobs that start or、mm-hmm. are created. So. I think technology, with how fast it's moving,、mm-hmm. um, has changed how we work and what jobs we do a lot.、Mm-hmm. Well, like I said,、um, I'm 25 right now. So when I was younger, we do have that technology, but I am at this era,、uh, you know, where technology just grows very, very fast.、Um, I remember when I was in high school; that's when the iPhone、uh, started trending. And then with an iPhone, you can actually do a lot. You can even work on your iPhone. So then, that gives、uh, people more chances to work as a freelancer. Right, right. I mean, even think about our job. Like we're sitting on computers all day. Like thirty、mm-hmm. years ago, this would have been a really weird job or、mm-hmm. something that's not nearly as common as it、mm-hmm. is today. So,、um, just in the fact that like offices have completely changed in the last thirty years,、mm-hmm. and how certain job industries, like you know, truckers, we talk a lot about people that drive trucks.、Mm-hmm. Like they don't really have a job that, like. Can be done with technology. Technology is just going to take over their job.、Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like smartphones, like people can now just like get side hustles. Like they、mm-hmm. can just take on like a few different jobs, so they、mm-hmm. can work something like ten to thirty hours a week、mm-hmm. uh, on their own time. Maybe they can, they can sit at home in their bed, wearing nothing but underwear, or、mm-hmm. go to a cafe, and they don't need to worry about going into an office or a workplace every day. Mm-hmm. Eight or nine hours. Yeah. Speaking of side hustles, now because I have to support my sister in Canada, right, and also I have like、um, a lot of goals and a lot of things that I want to buy. So、um, I have a full time job, but I also focus a lot on side hustles. I do translations. I do hosting, and I am like also doing my own podcast and YouTube channel. So you know, with the technology, it actually helps because it's a lot easier. For everyone to have a chance to create whatever they want. Yeah, I think that's true, but I would say that with one very big caveat.、Um, I think in the modern world, it's very common that a lot of millennials think that they can just not work and just create a side hustle and be like, "Ah,、oh, this is going to be my job." You know, in two years, I'll be writing blogs forever and never have to work again. Ha 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 ha! But I think it's really competitive. I think、mm-hmm. that since this technology helps us, it's also extremely competitive. 
And so I think that it, it's a little bit dangerous to work full time mm-hmm. and then try to create a side hustle and then put all your eggs into that basket. Mm-hmm. Because may, maybe you'll start hating that thing you're doing. Like maybe mm-hmm. it's a passion. Maybe you want to play guitar. Maybe you're trying to become a musician. But since you're working full time and you're only seeing a guitar as a money making thing, mm-hmm. it can be a little bit. Um, it might make you hate guitar if you're just mm-hmm. doing it to try to make money. Well, been there, done that. Um, two years ago, well, when I when, when I graduated, I decided that I'm gonna be a freelancer, right? So I started taking cases and stuff. It was a lot easier for them to be like a full time freelancer, just doing translation and stuff. But like you said, it's it's very competitive, and with the technology we have, you know, you can easily go on websites like Fiverr or, or like or like um, 104. You can get cases anytime anywhere and then there's like people there's so many people who have who has you know access on on the website and stuff so it's really hard for you if you want to survive just on the side hustles well one more thing i want to talk about real quick with this is the kind of culture we live in because i just read a lot of different um, reports or websites that were saying that too many millennials want to mix their passion with their jobs Mm -hmm. i think there's sort of a lot Society kind of tells us now, follow your passion, follow your dreams, do what you love and don't take anything else. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of like a little bit like it tells us kind of don't work or like it's not about work ethic and trying Mm -hmm. to work really hard Mm -hmm. at stuff that you might be good at but don't like, but just follow your passion. Like, how Mm -hmm. do you feel about that? You know, I think people got to be realistic, you know. Um, In the beginning, I really wanted to just go for my passions, but I realized that when, when you don't have the money for that, or when you really got to take care of your family, you got you just got to be realistic. So for me now, I'm having a full-time job that supports me and my family and also supports my dream. So, um, yeah, and like I said, if you're doing something too much, you might not like it in the end. And like you said, the culture or society, now because we have Instagram and Facebook, and a lot of the times we can see these posts just telling you, oh, you got to follow your dreams and follow your passions. But the most important thing is you got to take good care of yourself and don't become a trouble of your family. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, I've I definitely hope my podcast eventually takes off and I hope that my writing career can eventually take off. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a slow build, you know, mm-hmm. and you as you work different jobs, you learn different skills and you start realizing what you're good at. And hopefully you gain more passions, mm-hmm. the more experiences you have and the more job mm-hmm. experience. Hopefully the more passion uh, comes out of that. Yeah, well, for me, I'm just like, uh, the same as you, I'm trying to accomplish tiny, tiny goals. And then, you know, in the end, they're going to become like my dream or something. Yeah, but I'm by no means saying don't follow your dream. But yeah, I think you have to be realistic about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, you might get really disappointed. You just got to make sure that your dream is realistic. (laughs) Or you're willing to put in that much effort to make it happen. Yeah. Speaking of effort, I mean, for someone to be so successful and so iconic, you got to be like Kobe Bryant, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Kobe Bryant's kind of lucky because he grew up playing basketball and he Mm -hmm. found out what he loved really early in life. Mm -hmm. And he was just really, really good at it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think most people find that maybe they love stuff for a little while, then they don't love it so much. For instance, like I just... I was obsessed with drums for like five years. Mm -hmm. And when I moved to Asia, I just sort of realistically had to be like, well, I can't get a drum set. So Mm -hmm. why don't I just start playing guitar? And it wasn't exactly the same, but you know, I think that you slowly try to follow your passions. And even when, even when they change, you just start learning new skills and trying to build Mm -hmm. new passions. Yeah. I think it's just very important that people have to accept and understand that 
passions and dreams are always changing. They can change. Some people stick to the same passion. Some people stick to the same dreams. But oftentimes, they change. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, I've always loved video games and I've always loved music. And I've always really loved, like, books and learning stuff. And I think all of those are going to be in my life until the day I die, to Mm -hmm. some extent. Like, I'll always play music a little bit or I'll always kind of have games there Mm -hmm. in some way. But maybe those things might not be able to be my main job or Mm -hmm. the main way that I make money. Yeah, sometimes your passion isn't exactly going to be your career. Just like when I was a kid, I used to play table tennis. I was really, really good, and I really wanted to be an athlete. But in the end, it didn't work out. I really wanted to represent Chinese Taipei. But it's fine. You know, it's still one of my passions. I still love playing table tennis, and I still do that with my friends. And, you know, when I was younger, I also wanted to be an actor. And I went to this competition, represented my school. It was like a county kind of um, competition. And I won first place. So I've always wanted to be an actor, even though still I am not exactly like a professional actor. I did some acting. But so far, I'm still working on it. And I want to go you know, abroad to study for movies and acting and even directing. So it takes a lot of time. Yeah, the one thing I would say is it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm trying to make my own podcast, and I don't know if we'll ever be successful, but you have to love the process. You have to Mm -hmm. love the episodes you make, love doing it. And the same thing with music, you know, maybe I'll never be a drummer for a famous band, but Mm -hmm. I have to love when I play the drums or when I play with other people or the new skills I'm learning on the drums. You have to love the journey as much as the destination. Mm -hmm. It all comes down to one thing. The conclusion is do the thing that makes you happy. Now, what makes me happy is not working overtime. But for me, I'm working a whole lot of overtime. Are you working overtime at VoiceTube? Yes. Uh, You know, because we we are content creators and producers, right? And even if you're on on your holiday or even if you're on vacation the show must go on you know like how you know we theater people say show must go on so yeah i just got to keep producing shows and you know during the lunar new year and sometimes during maybe the you know long holidays long weekends in taiwan i do have to come in here and record uh, okay. See, I've I've yet to actually work overtime at VoiceTube. I have had a few days where I've stayed like 20 or 30 minutes later, mm-hmm. but I've never come in on the weekends. Yeah, well, um, me and this other engineer, we do that because sometimes, like I said, even if people are, are on holidays, you got to keep you got to keep the show going. And for the engineers is that whenever they're encountering bugs or if they're having a problem with the app or, you know, servers having a problem or stuff, they, they have to work whether they come to the, the office or not. They also got to work at home. Right. I totally get that. And, you know, some people actually like to work overtime because you tend to make a bit more money. Mm-hmm. I know in the States, if you work overtime, you might make 1.5 or two times your normal pay rate mm-hmm. if you're working overtime. Mm-hmm. So some people will definitely take the opportunity. But then there's other people like me that are like, no, 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 this is my time and I'm not working anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, I, I, I don't really want to work overtime is because I also got my own projects going and working overtime means that you're not going to have too much personal time which means you can't really go exercise and stuff and recently i finally understood that health is very important yeah yeah i mean i just read the book why we sleep and i mean i'm not really willing to 
cut sleep and I'm not mm-hmm. really willing to cut too much exercise mm-hmm. or um, parts of health. I, I think mental health and physical health have to be valued over money in most cases. Yeah, that's that's what I uh, recently noticed because I always work very, very hard. And, you know, as as uh, as everybody knows, I also take freelance jobs. So basically my entire day, I would have 12 or 14 hours just working. And then during the Lunar New Year, I finally felt like I'm having a mental breakdown. Like, my my brain is telling me, Winnie, you can't do this anymore. So I'm trying to adjust my lifestyle and also, like, my working style a little bit to try to not work overtime. Yeah, yeah, definitely good advice. I mean, I think that's why so many people love teaching English abroad. You tend to work less hours mm-hmm. and make, make still make pretty decent money. So since now we're talking about working style... Maybe we can talk about, um, you know, some of the newer and smarter work trends. Yeah, there's a lot of cool companies out there, like uh, a lot of the Silicon Valley tech companies in the U.S., but Mm -hmm. also Samsung and other tech companies Mm -hmm. outside of the U.S., Mm -hmm. including even VoiceTube to some extent. Yeah. Uh, We both work at VoiceTube, and one of the things that they do that I think is really cool is they offer you variable work hours. Mm -hmm. So you can start anytime between 8.30 and 11 o'clock. No, actually 10.30. 10.30. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm an earlier starter already anyway, <laughs> yeah. so I'm never here that late. But mm-hmm. um, So 8.30 to 10.30, which gives you a little bit of time to sort of it, to match your sleep cycle and mm-hmm. your personal lifestyle with your work time. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a night owl. I can't really get up early. And if you ask me to get up early and get to work, I'm not, gonna, I'm not even going to be able to focus and produce things. So for me, I always get here at around 1030. That is very, very helpful. Yeah, it is really helpful, and I'm the exact I'm the exact opposite. Like, if I'm here at seven o'clock or eight o'clock at night, I'm just gonna be miserable because mm-hmm. I do not like working uh, past the afternoon. I just start getting tired, mm-hmm. and I start getting kind of sick of looking at the computer, mm-hmm. and I start getting a little bit cranky. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I think we both saw that we really like is mm-hmm. the sleep pods. Mm-hmm. You mean from the Samsung company, right? Google and Samsung, as Google far as I know, Samsung. have them. Yeah. So for people, well, we all we all work the same hours, like eight hours a day. But there are some people who work harder or push themselves harder, and they really, really do need a nap. Yeah, I would actually argue that everyone should have a nap now that I kind of know some of the science behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if you were just to let – some of the reason some of these employees might not be working hard might just be because they don't have enough sleep. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that you're letting your employees go into a dark room, into this tiny pod, mm-hmm. just for 10, 20 minutes, and you don't give them any slack for it. You don't say, like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. The company – lets you do this and says it's okay. I think that will help employees feel better rested in the afternoon. Yeah, and with sleep pods because it's like a like a dark environment and quiet, you can also do some meditation there, which is also pretty awesome for mental health. Yeah, totally. So I really love that. Um, the last one I'll talk about that I think is really great, mm-hmm. it's cool, is that Samsung made their building intentionally really big. Mm-hmm. So you have these really long hallways with mm-hmm. the sun hitting it. And like a lot of the building has like a ton of sunlight, mm-hmm. which is in itself really important. But they make their employees walk really far to get to other places mm-hmm. uh, because they want them to get more exercise and to potentially run into other coworkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, when you're meeting more people every day, you'd be in a happier mood and the vibe is going to be better. And, you know, when you're walking around, it's like it's like taking a walk, you know, because for me, my personality, I would like to call myself a little puppy. And sometimes I just really got to get up and walk around and enjoy some sunlight to to sort of cheer myself up. Yeah, sunlight is definitely really important. I think 
to me, but I think everybody in general. And um, I definitely hope that these changes that are starting with the tech companies make their way to other companies where in other um, sectors of work. Mm-hmm. All right, let's finish our podcast with one more topic. That is the trending jobs. Yeah, definitely. So there's a lot of interesting new jobs that have popped up. And they're unique. They're not jobs that existed like 50 or 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that I think is really cool is Uber. Ubering mm-hmm. like Uber Taxi, Uber Eats. In mm-hmm. Taiwan, there's another one called the Food Panda. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like you can just sign up for this program, show them proof of ID, mm-hmm. and that you're a decent human being. And then you can just go... go I to like the way you say decent human <laughs> being. <laughs> you could just drive around and bring people places and talk to them, or you can go pick up their food. And mm-hmm. you, it's just like a kind of fun way to make some extra money. Yeah, well, with Uber Eats and Food Panda, I got to say it's a little bit dangerous because there's a lot of motorcycles in Taiwan, right? And with Uber Eats and Food Panda, most people deliver with motorcycles. And oftentimes, you can see on the news, and because I, I myself, I ride motorcycles every day. So I can see accidents happening everywhere, though. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. As someone who's driven in Taiwan before, I've definitely I've seen more accidents, I think, in Taipei than I have anywhere else that I've lived. And then this other interesting trending job that everybody sort of wants to be now is content creators. Uh, by that, a lot of people would just say, I want to be a YouTuber. A YouTuber or a blogger? I guess bloggers are getting a little bit dated now. Uh-huh. That was more like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, but there are still definitely people that want to just write blogs for a living. Mm-hmm. And yeah, YouTubers. Um, videos take an immense amount of work, so mm-hmm. I've never wanted to be a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. But I guess like podcasters would Podcasters would also fit in here, mm-hmm. people that want to try to make a podcast for a living. So content creating, it's fun, right? You get to talk about all the stuff that interests you personally. Mm-hmm. So it's like very connected to all of your own passions, kind of like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, and most of the YouTubers, they, they have their own podcast, and they have their YouTube channel, and they also do live streaming, and also they still do blogs. Um, there was this once I was traveling in Xinju, part of Taiwan. Um, they have these boards like a wall and then they have boards of uh young kids dreams and one of the dreams i saw was i want to be a youtuber (laughs) 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 that's really cool yeah i've definitely had students say that when i was a teacher as well because you know they they really start to fall in love with these uh these youtubers that they really like on the internet and they kind of see them as sort of heroes or people Mm -hmm. they can look up to Mm -hmm. and maybe copy someday true there's even now speaking of youtubers there's even people out there who wants to be instagrammer like you know people can actually make a whole lot of money just posting posts on instagram oh god as someone (laughs) who doesn't even have instagram and has never even used it that's just crazy to me i think they call themselves influencers (laughs) (laughs) it's true like they really call themselves influencers I guess they are in certain ways. So social media is all about influence, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're all about kind of changing people's minds and getting people to look at your content. Mm-hmm. Another one that I can't not talk about because I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's existed for a long time, but it's easier to get into than ever is being a video game creator. Mm-hmm. Like it used to be that you would have to like really just have to like do a lot of coding and mm-hmm. have to work with older programs and probably have a teacher. But nowadays, like there's so many ways you can learn mm-hmm. how to code and pro- like make a video game. Yeah, and there's even like tools created for you where you kind of just have to type in whatever you want and then it creates things for you, like the app maker or something. Yeah, I wish I knew more about this because I do love video games. I know there's programs out there like Unity and everything you can use to make games nowadays. And even Mm -hmm. like Minecraft is made to teach people kind of how to program and how to code on your computer. Mm -hmm. And it sort of teaches you how to make stuff. Mm -hmm. Now you were talking about coding, right? So software engineers... 
Um, it's, it's also like a very, very trending job. It has been trending forever, but now the, the engineering type of technique is a little bit different now. And it's easier for everyone to have access to learning how to uh, how to code. Um, you were talking about like some online courses, and you can just learn. And then with the, um, I was I was uh, talking to one of our colleagues, Joe, the other day, and he was like, he said his brother was using Python, and then he like did a little bit of coding, and then he sort of just went on to this website and extracted the information, and he was analyzing. Uh, the information that they got, and then they'd know how to invest. <laughs> nice, yeah. I know. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Everything's kind of out there on the internet, just ready for the taking in some ways. Like, if you can just learn a few skills, like, you can definitely get a side hustle of some kind. Yeah. Um, I think outside of that, I think, yeah, I think there's actually one cool thing that we put on here is media editors and media i think there's a lot of cool like independent um like journalists and stuff mm -hmm. there's so many news programs and like even like in the realm of video games and mm -hmm. like arts there's so many like independent reviewers and stuff mm -hmm. like people can now literally just make their own news channel as long as they have like people that will watch it and believe what they say yeah you can just go on any like blog websites like medium and stuff and you can just like be a reporter on your own Right. I mean, hopefully you're doing a good job and you're using the facts, mm -hmm. uh, not just spouting out opinions. But, mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely possible that you can you can sort of make a living with basically anything on the Internet. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that is basically our thoughts on this topic. And for me, I would say, uh, like we just said, with the Internet, there's like more resources out there and there's more chance of people being successful and, uh, you know, being able to reach your goals and dreams. I'm still doing that, so I hope everybody, you know, just uh, keep the faith and keep doing what they like. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, the world's changing fast, so I just think that you should follow your passions, but also try to learn new skills and uh, take on some different jobs if you don't know what to do with your life. And just keep trying to push forward, and you'll eventually find a path that will work for you, mm -hmm. uh, just like we're doing ourselves. So mm -hmm. that's about all we have for the episode on modern work culture but we might come back in the future with topics sort of related to this mm -hmm. and that's a wrap for today see you guys next time next time see you again <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to ride the vibes we're happy you enjoyed the show we want to take our conversations around the world to reach more listeners it would be totally awesome if you could like share and subscribe please turn on the notification bell so you won't miss a single episode and definitely get in contact with us if you have anything you want us to talk about in the future. See you next time, and once again, thanks for listening.